Welcome to Those Kids from DAW, a leadership podcast where we talk about skills that help you improve yourself as a leader and a person. I'm your host, Cameron, with my co-host, Dee. During this episode, we are going to be talking about conflict resolution. So, Dee, what do you know about conflict resolution? Well, Cameron, I really don't know a lot about conflict resolution, but what I do know is conflict is a problem in something, and the resolution is the end of something. Really good answer, Dee. Conflict resolution is a way for two or more people to find a peaceful solution to a disagreement. So, D, tell me about a time when you had a disagreement with another person. It can be a friend, teammate, sibling, anybody, really. So, Cameron, one night I was with my sister and we just had pizza. And we were deciding who gets the last pizza pizza. So, you know, it was just really a big disagreement. Tough luck, D. Better luck next time. So, how exactly did you resolve that conflict? So, me and my sister decided we would, um, you know, split the pizza in half. Pretty good way to solve conflict, D. So, let's talk about the right way to resolve conflict. In 1974, two people named Kenneth Thomas and Ralph, Ralph Kilman developed five conflict resolution strategies that people use to handle conflict, including avoiding, defeating, compromising, accommodating, and collaborating. We're going to talk about two of the strategies and explain how you can use them. Let's start with avoiding. What do you think that means, Dee? I don't really know, Cameron, but I think that avoiding would be not getting into fights. Essentially, avoiding them altogether. That's a pretty good answer, but that isn't entirely right. Avoiding is all about stopping the conflict before it happens by avoiding the people or things that cause a conflict. For example, let's say you always argue and fight with the same person or every time you go to a certain place, you get into trouble. If you are using the avoidance strategy, you would just not talk to that person or go to that place. That makes sense. What if you cannot avoid the place or person? What if the teacher puts you in a group with a person you don't get along with? Well, Dee, that's why we have the other strategy to use. Let's talk about compromising. What does that sound like it would mean? Cameron, I think compromising is trying to get along with the people you don't like. Really close, but compromising means that you and the other person have a conflict and make a kind of deal with each other that is partially good for both people, but completely good to neither. Dee, can you think about a time when you had to compromise with another person? Cameron, this one time I really wanted a puppy and my sister really wanted a cat, so we compromised and got both. Now, both avoiding and compromising are really good ways to deal with conflict, but do you really do you think they really resolve the conflict? Oh, there's still an issue between you and that person. Those are just ways to deal with it. Right. Real conflict resolution is about figuring out if the conflict can be resolved. And if it can't, that's okay. Why there is a conflict in the first place and then finding a solution? D, why do you, why don't you tell us about three steps for real conflict resolution? Step 1, self-check. You start asking yourself, am I ready to resolve this issue? Do I want to? If the answer is no to those questions, it's okay. That's why you have the avoidance and compromising strategy too. Honest communication. Talk to the people about why there is a conflict. Do not argue with them. You need to listen to their side of the story too. You might need to have a teacher or parent to be a conflict manager to prevent you guys from arguing with each other. Step three. Finding a solution to the problem can be different from each person or conflict. Hello, Mr. Prescott. Thank you very much for deciding to come on our show, the DAW Leadership Podcast. Today we have a few questions for regarding leadership, so allow me to start it off. So, Mr. Prescott, how does it feel to be the principal of our school, and what drives you to be the leader of this school? 
Uh, I love being the principal here. I've been a principal at a couple different places, um, and none have been as special as it is here. In terms of being the leader of the school, I enjoy leading people, managing people from kids to, to adults, uh, so it's something I really enjoy doing. Thank you for that answer, Mr. Prescott. Now, what is the time you demonstrated leadership here, and can you tell us about it? Uh, for me, I'm a, a big fan of shared leadership, and what that means is, uh, as the building principal, sometimes uh, our staff will come to me with ideas, such as Leader and Me, um, Coach K with the Leader Podcast, and really the, the big thing with leading the district or leading any kind of movement is allowing your people to have ownership. Uh, once the teachers realized that was the direction we were going, um, they all found their own way uh, to be part of that. Good answer. For the remaining questions in this interview, we will be discussing conflict resolution, just as we did in the previous section of this episode. So, Mr. Prescott, how exactly do you handle conflict that takes place here at school between us students? The first thing is I need to listen. I need to sit down, talk to everybody, hear what they've got to say. Um, from there, I try to do my research, figure things out, and uh, the goal ultimately is to teach everyone how to respond uh, to an event in a positive way. Thank you for that answer, sir. Now, can you tell us a time that you handled conflict anywhere? Daily. We, we have lots of situations daily that we, we deal with conflict, and a lot of the scenarios are uh, we're little adults running around trying to handle uh, things that we're not ready to handle or mature enough yet, uh, and we try to handle it in the way that adults would, and we've got to learn how to do that. Good answer, but what are the most important attributes of successful leaders today? Someone being honest with themselves, being able to look in the mirror, knowing their strengths and their weaknesses, being able to admit when they're wrong, um, and giving other people credit when they deserve it. Are you able to collaborate with other, others and accept new ideas? Uh, yes, and that's when I talked about shared leadership. To me, it's very important. Um, I like the teachers to really drive what we're doing here because they're the ones in the classroom with you guys, uh, students as well. I would love to see more student activity in terms of uh, ideas from students brought to me to see what we can implement. What benefits you as a leader? Uh, really, the staff uh, and the students. I have an easy job because everyone goes so far above and beyond, and the students are so willing to work with me. And for the final question, what can you do to motivate others? Um, I think sometimes it's a pat on the back. Sometimes it's just giving them the opportunity uh, to do what they do well. That way those people succeed. Um, the more positive, the more feedback you give in a positive way, the more they'll be motivated. Thank you for that answer. Thank you for participating in our show and sharing your time. Goodbye, Tigers, and hope to see you again sometime soon.